0: M A, this goes out to all my baby mamas. This goes out to all my baby mamas. B A, B Y. M A, I know. Oh, right. M A, it's like a chorus. This goes out to all my baby mama. This goes out to all my baby mamas. I,
1: want That's it. I don't know the rest of the
0: the worst of the words, even though I love. Fantasia. I feel like if
1: I heard the song, I would be able to sing along, but mm-hmm. I can't do it off the top. Of
0: my I pen. should give you a medley since we're in person. We oh
1: well, if you feeling froggy, <laughs>
0: <coughs> welcome to WJADE Radio. <laughs> Next up for the selection. Br- 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 oh, Fran. Horns. So many things to do, so many places oh. to be. It's my responsibility. Mm-hmm. Responsibility Hold on, key change So many things <laughs> to do So many places to be It's my responsibility mm.
1: Responsibility
0: oh, That is Responsibility by the Ghetto Twins
1: I hear you yeah. I think there's a theme from, you know, baby mama, parenthood to responsibility yes, yes. Yes. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back. <laughs> if uh. there was a
0: song called "Fuck Them Kids," I would have closed <laughs> out with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, good to see you, sis. You as well, in person.
0: Look at you. I, I love know. your hoodie. Thank you. Shout out to Brian. He's Shout out to Brian. He's here with us this episode. Of course he is. And um, we actually we're flipping things, flipping it up, changing it, and reversing it, or whatever Missy said. That's what we're doing with getting grown. Yes. Oh, I
1: got my train off the it's, it's your flimmy ticket yeah. Yeah,
0: it's your flimmy ticket
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm well, not a prostitute, but I can give, give you, what you what you want. want. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a terrible <sighs> intro for a wonderful guest. It is. Well, would you like to tell the people about
1: our kitchen table this week? I would. We are in for a treat. Yes, we are. Because uh, we are privileged to sit down with the viral sensation. Ugh. And just all around dope person, Jessica Rose. Yes, taking the internet by storm, being fully vulnerable and transparent about all things single motherhood,
2: mm-hmm.
1: ups downs, test trials, mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. And we just had a really dope conversation with Jess. Yeah. Um, and she, you know, is as she's learning out loud. We all learning as we go in this adulting yep. thing, but she shares lots of insight gems. Keys, major keys, Callie, and vulnerability, Absolutely. right? Because she's very honest um, in
0: a lot of the places that she is currently, and so we hope you all enjoy this kitchen table talk with Jessica Rose. Get into it. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everybody, to the kitchen table. We have an awesome guest today. It is a, a celebrity, personal, if you will. Beautiful. Uh, it's a beautiful person that I have the uh luxury and pleasure of knowing um and having talked to we've not met in person yet actually have we
3: we have not we have and not now i know her too
0: and now kia knows her too in the same capacity everybody welcome jessica rose what? And her titties to the kitchen table.
1: All right. <laughs> I'm going to sit them on the kitchen table. You should. <laughs> That's what become, aunties do. This is what we do. I was about yeah. to say your aunties <laughs> will come and sit their titties right down on the kitchen table. They're going to come, come put their first on top of your hmm.
0: refrigerator, and then they're going to come sit at your kitchen table, put their Boom. titties on your hey, table, until you to them get you something to drink with a straw. So lock that screen door. That's right. Lock Jessica. that screen door. Jessica. Welcome to the kitchen table. Thank you for joining us.
3: Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Y'all know I'm long time. Uh, I'm a long time fan. So, I'm and I'm, a long, and I'm a, long a long time fan.
0: And I too am a
1: long time fan.
0: Especially because <laughs> you got a particular start in a in a in a fun and interesting way, you, yes. and I believe it was through parodies. Was it not? Correct. Mommy parodies. What was the first parody you did?
3: The first ever parody that I did was Bodak Mommy. Mm-hmm. So it was a Cardi B song, but it wasn't like the Cardi B song that right. was crazy. Right. But it still did pretty well, actually. Um I actually attribute a lot of like the success to that video to your guys' friend Kid Fury because he oh. like posted it on his Twitter after somebody tagged him in it and then mm-hmm. we've kind of been internet homies since then and then Complex magazine picked it up and it Come went on somebody. Yeah, but the um The way that I did that one was I was literally just joking around Mm -hmm. and had my daughter in my lap, a little Snapchat filter and holding my phone selfie style Mm -hmm. and said my little, you know. Hot 16. Yeah, my little little parody of it. Because I had been blogging for about a year. Mm -hmm. I launched by a blog. She really had a baby just setting out with the intentions of being a writer because I've always been a writer at my core. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to, you know, be one of the blogger moms, but Mm -hmm. my way, which is, you know, a little bit more, uh, (laughs) what's the word for it? Just a little bit more out there. Yeah, a little bit more raw and uncut. Yeah, unfiltered. But when I saw the way that people responded to just that clip Mm -hmm. and how much that grew me, I think I had like 500 followers at the time. Mm-hmm. And after that one clip went crazy, I was looking, sitting at like eight, 9,000. I said, well, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Niggas aren't reading, but they're watching. They, so,
0: <laughs> they don't read. Really I,
3: started, I started cranking them out pretty pretty frequently. I did mm-hmm. like 20 or 30 within like the first couple of months. And it was keeping that momentum going. But then mm-hmm. my homegirl was like, yo, we should do it as a music video.
2: Ah. Like those,
3: I'll shoot the music video for Mm -hmm. you. Like go to the studio, get the audio done well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Changed my life. Yes. I did. Yeah. I did the, the song mommy, the song, what the hell is the real name? Money. Uh, And I, and I turned it into mommy and we shot Mm -hmm. a whole music video. And I mean, it just went like crazy on like black A-list Mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it Twitter mm-hmm. and Insta and it completely blew me up and um yeah I I still do do the parodies to be honest they're still some of my best pieces of performing Absolutely. content um but it's a lot more work to do them so I just be trying to give people you know a little titty shake in between here and there <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you do that you definitely do that <laughs> but I was that something that you like intended to do was it like oh I'm going to shake my titties Want you you to want to know? Or did what it just happen I've, one day?
3: No, I mean, I've always actually done it. Like in <laughs> high school, I had this group of friends where I, I've always had really big titties. And they used to like make them like bounce like T.S. Madison <laughs> type
0: of shit. Yeah. 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 And people just
3: thought it was so entertaining. And it goes crazy now. People beat it up every time. <laughs> Because and the top comment is, does that hurt? And it's like you here. I'm you know? not. I'm not gonna hold you. I t- when yes. you
0: when you just randomly swing your titties on the internet. I wish. Outside of the fact, that I'm like Jessica. What the fuck? <laughs> I. I feel that in
3: my small chest. Like I'm like does it's just seems. I'm telling you. And what? I don't even really do it that often, but like if people are like, what is like your hack? Like how do you keep it up when when the numbers start going low?
1: <laughs> the titties start going high. You know what it is. It's the same the same concept with Maddie though. I don't know what it is, okay. but we all will well, speak for myself. Something mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Feels
0: yeah. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, right. it does. I don't
1: know what But I am I am in full support of this woman shaking her titties. titties. I think it's just something and I don't know. It just makes you you watch somebody Mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. And I I promise you before you realize it, you'll be doing it too. (laughs) We all have titties. And it's like, People I never knew that. that my titties could shake like this. I never knew okay. that I had this. Like, I never knew. You can make it. So, ass in your titties at the same Maybe that's time. my fascination with it. I'm mm-hmm. always like, I'm always here for the titty shake. And I'm just oh, like, yeah. well, yeah. I, kudos to the women who shake their titties. I love it for us. <laughs> and I
0: love it, I love it too specifically for you because I feel that you have a level of vulnerability uh, within mm-hmm. your content. I know that it, it has a a, a gravy layer of humor, but there right. is underneath it, it is a it is a a level of vulnerability um that I think is really uh I don't know why I can't get my fucking words right today. I think it's it's, it's really inspiring for people who are in similar situations or yeah. maybe a situation that they feel might be worse in life and they're like, listen, I watched this mother. So let's talk about your journey from where you started because right now you are you're doing well. Right. Your ebook is doing well. We'll get to all of that. But there was a time where you had to start doing all of this for particular reasons. Can you talk to mm-hmm. us about that?
3: So, I mean, I feel like my intentional intentional goal with like setting out and creating what really my my brand in my business is She Really Had a Baby, but it's mm-hmm. such a personal brand that a lot of people that know me don't even really recognize She Really Had a Baby. They just, like, recognize me as an individual person, and they mm-hmm. kind of, like, are the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just a way to, you know, I need a name for the LLC, okay? Mm-hmm. So it uh-huh. um, it started off as really me just wanting to, like, share the experience and, I guess, like, normalize the struggle. Um, at the time that I launched mm-hmm. my blog, I was sleeping on an air mattress in one of my good friends' living room mm-hmm. with my two-year-old. I didn't have a car. I was baby wrapping my kid to work at like my sixth call center of the year because I've mm-hmm. never kept a job for very long. Mm-hmm. Um And just really like navigating, wow, like I'm a mom now, I'm here, I'm mostly doing this by myself, but I know that I have a a story to tell. Mm -hmm. And with She Really Had a Baby, that name itself came from what I thought that people that knew me in real life would say upon realizing that I had Mm -hmm. a child, Mm -hmm. right? She really had a baby, she, Jessica, Mm the one that was really like out here, Mm -hmm. out here, you know what I mean? It a couple people might have been. With me. men, yeah, a couple people were, were were worried. Like, is it mine? Like, no, I know, <laughs> I know who it is. <laughs> okay, we're good. Okay, no. and um, <laughs> no. and yeah, like I really, I really feel like my daughter um, saved my life in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and it's and mm-hmm. it's an it's an interesting feeling to know that. Motherhood was necessary for me, despite mm-hmm. feeling um, the way that I, you know, sometimes we'll talk about feeling now about just the role in itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now the she is really representative of not just like me, but like a place where all of these other women come and they see content, and whether they agree with it or not, whether they're actually married or not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have married women buying baby daddy tears. Absolutely. Because Mm -hmm. that's still your maybe and he's still on your nerves. What What
1: do you mean? (laughs) No, no, seriously.
3: So it's really, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's become a safe space for uh, women to come and see something that is like not supposed to be socially acceptable, even down to the look, right? Mm-hmm. Like the idea of the bonnet, like a huge part of my content is me always being in a bonnet. Mm-hmm. Um, And I feel like that in itself is something that we're told specifically as black women that we're not, so why would you go outside of that? Why would you, mm-hmm. and you know, everyone is entitled to feeling how they want to present to the world and how they want to be received. And mm-hmm. I understand why you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. But I also understand literally being the only person holding down an entire household, and if I have to drop my kid hmm. off in a bonnet, and
2: that's what—that's right what,
3: just what's happening. I'm that's doing, the mm-hmm. <laughs> doing the best, doing the best that you can every single day, um, and then me finding the humor in that, and yeah. it, it's really a, a strong suit of mine because I've had so many traumatic things in my life that have happened, and I've become that person that can find that humor in everything. Mm-hmm. So I don't think people even realize sometimes, you know, stuff is is. Dramatized, if that's a word, yes, um, but, very I, much so. I, <laughs> but you know, even when it's not, or even when it's coming from a real place, I still feel seen a lot when people are like, Yes, and I'm like, Okay, cool, because
2: mm-hmm.
3: I thought I might have been tripping, but mm-hmm.
0: there's other no, people, yeah, mm-hmm. there's oh, no, so there's... much. Oh, yeah, oh, go sorry, ahead, sis. sis. Uh-uh, no, please, no, go ahead. I,
1: I think to sort of double tap, ew, that was that's the term that they that we use at work, and I just can't believe that I just said that so naturally. But <laughs> 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 I think what I want to say is to sort of like emphasize or reiterate, not reiterate, to emphasize Jay's point about what draws me as a person who is not a parent Mm -hmm. to you um, is uh, the authenticity. Um, I believe everything that you say. Mm-hmm. and i think we are we are coming up in a time where everything can feel so performative mm-hmm. especially on the internet mm-hmm. but i am interested in your experience because i believe that you are telling the truth of that experience and i love that you own and honor your lived experience in such a way when it has been so customary and conventional for black women to be ashamed of Mm -hmm. the things that the choices that we've made, the things that we've had to experience the conditions that we have to navigate. And so for a long time, motherhood, more specifically single motherhood has been, there's this negative stigma that's associated with it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and what I love is the way in which you own like this is my life, and this is what I'm what I'm experiencing, and I'm telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. I'm living it in real time. Mm-hmm. I feel like you learn out loud, like you learn as you go. Like you don't present That'd this no. like, I'm a perfect mom. I have it all under control. You very mm-hmm. much tell the truth that child, I don't know what to do with like <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with this child. Yeah. I don't know, blah, blah, blah. But that is yeah. what draw has always drawing me to you. And it makes me feel like, okay, well, even in some of my raggedy, I mm. might be able to do this. If, I, if it becomes, if it comes down to it where, you yeah. know, it's comforting, it's mm-hmm. comforting to right. know that you don't have to be a step for wife to be a mom, that you don't have to dot all your I's and cross all your T's. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes life happens to you, but that doesn't mean that like, you know, this circumstance has to be the end of your story. It can very well be the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. No,
3: I love that. I Especially the, like you said, I, I'm learning out loud. Yeah. I just did this video. I have this kind of series going with how dramatic my daughter is about Anything with her hair, whether I'm brushing it or washing it or just near it, she's
2: like (laughs) tripping balls
3: about it. And through the comments, I'm like, "Damn, like, okay, shit, maybe I need to get this brush." Like, Mm -hmm. okay, I got this brush, Mm -hmm. y'all. She's still tripping, but the last time, you know, Mm -hmm. I just recently ordered some little earplugs and stuff, like. It's a it's an interactive experience because I'm putting something out into the world and while I do believe that, you know, I don't owe anybody anything, mm-hmm. when people approach me in a certain type of way like we're learning from each other. So like mm-hmm. that's just something I'm going to be able to take back out mm-hmm. to the hundreds of thousands of people that are following me and mm-hmm. and teaching them something. Yeah. So it's yeah I mean I definitely feel like I do a really go- good job at, at being authentic I'm, I'm born and raised in LA and I think coming into like just the media space as a whole little events that I've had to go to and mm-hmm. you know opportunities and things that I've gotten as I've been on this journey for the past couple of years you know there's a lot of people that you run into that <laughs> I want to give everyone grace because I know what it feels like to be having a bad day mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but like A lot of people are just not who they say they are. And I think that the world Mm. puts a lot of pressure on us. Mm, For sure. To think that we have to be everything. Mm -hmm. And there's two sides to it, right? Like, even with what I'm doing with now trying to, like, help some people in my community with, like, doing brand partnerships, I'm very transparent. I'm like, look, I'm not a fucking expert. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to teach you in this way. Like, I'm not going to get on here and put on a suit and now pretend to be the knower of all mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. um and I think people do that in a lot of spaces like everybody is not you know a teacher everybody is not uh, a healer everybody mm-hmm. is not all of these things that they that they try to be online
2: said and then that You, you man? Run, <laughs> yeah, run into like, them
3: in person or you have gosh. experiences with them in person and you're like oh snap Mm -hmm. you know? And I, and I try to be realistic about that too. Like a lot of the stuff that I do that does well is me like talking about like, damn, I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. So I have to redirect people a lot. Mm -hmm. People will come into me and be like, what do I do? I'm da da da. I said, mm-hmm. baby, you have to go to therapy. Yes, I'm not, mm-hmm. I can't carry you through that. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: we're socialized to sort of think about things as like being a finished product, right? Yes, before I have to be a complete and finished product yep. before it is. It is. I can show this to the world, but it's right. like, no, baby, that's not how any of this, mm-hmm. any of this mm-hmm. works, right? I'm also remembering when this will air, but I have to. I have to speak at a conference this weekend coming up mm-hmm. and I'll be speaking to undergraduates and I'm like, Lord, what am i am going to tell these kids? Right? <laughs> I don't know. I should be the last person that they ought to be right. listening to, but here we go. I'm going to tell these kids. And one of the, the, my little take-home takeaway messages, I'm going to try to tell them, I can't remember, I can't decide if I'm going to do five or seven, but I think I'm going to do the top five lies of adulting. Right? right?
2: Oh, yes. And, that.
1: and that... um it is like we we are we are not products. Mm-hmm. We are all in process. Mm-hmm. I don't care what label you give yourself. Like you said, the internet allows us to be anything that we say that we are. So Absolutely. if I say I am a guru, mm-hmm. <laughs> then, then you know some pe- somebody's going to believe me. Yeah, right. somebody's wow. going to believe me. But the truth is none of us know what the hell we're doing. And mm-hmm. we're all in process, okay? Mm-hmm. Everyone who is, it is the process, not the product. And that's very much what your content is all about. Very I love so. that. I am seeing you learn how to be a mom in real time and you mm-hmm. make it okay for other moms and other, not even moms, other black women mm-hmm. who are dealing with life as it comes and not really sure. I don't have a game plan, yeah. but it's the process, yeah. Because right. it's not like, even,
0: it's not just single mothers. It's like he has said, it's everybody. And then on yes. top of that, it's people who were raised by single mothers who can relate mm-hmm. to a lot of the content that That's you a put out. That's the big thing.
3: It's not always all moms. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some, I have, like you said earlier, I have some people that are along for the ride that are like, you make me feel like it might be possible. And then there's other people that are along for a ride that said, maybe... <laughs> Thank you for letting me realize that it's okay (laughs) that I don't want to do it because you're you're showing me (laughs) everything that I don't want. Okay, yes, you know, it's
1: better what it is because I I could (laughs) opt out of this. You're saying that I could opt out and make a choice that I don't want to do this, and that's okay too. I seen a video I think where you
0: told Nyla you said, "Girl, shut the hell up," and I was like. (laughs) Me! Okay? <laughs> she's not my, I'm like, damn, you getting on my nerves, nigga, shit! And she's oh, like, hey,
1: <laughs> so, you do know? the gentle parents? Do the gentle parents like attack when they when no, you say like? I consider that, myself no. a gentle parent, and okay. here's the
3: thing. Yeah, I, I know. Me and Jade, we have a lot of similar like parenting styles and views on stuff because I think that people have. I think white people have taken gentle parenting and turned it into fucking love being a mom, yeah. and that's it. And that's gentle parenting, and it's not. Mm-hmm. It's that. I'm still a human being mm-hmm. and I don't put my hands on my child. Mm-hmm. I do my best to communicate with my child, but if I do raise my voice and I do fucking snap on her and I tell her to shut the hell up, um, I'm not really gonna apologize for shut the hell up, but if I have like a full blown, like girl, get the fuck, like I might, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> you know, it's the, the gentle part of that is for me taking a second and then being like, hey, I'm sorry. Um, you don't deserve to be talked to like that and not just like here goes some food. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's like the actual communication behind and, things. Uh-huh. And I because love that. I'm 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 learning how to self-regulate now in, in my in my thirties. Mm-hmm. I'm learning what it means to take care of myself. When I already have an eight year old child. Yeah. And everyone can say what they want to say about, well, didn't you expect that? No, I was like 21 years old and had a fifth of Hennessy. Mm-hmm. That's how I ended up with a child. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have anything planned out Mm -hmm. it was my first ever weave it was 27 inches i had eyelashes on i'm
0: hollering i'm screaming like
3: that's (laughs) that's how that went so there wasn't a lot of forward thought about it because there wasn't a lot of forward thought about where i was going or like the Mm -hmm. trajectory of my life Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean i don't know i feel like i'm getting off topic with that a little bit but i really just tried to yeah, like share in the moment as far as like where I'm at. And there's been things that I've had to double back on. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that wasn't working. But things, that's, I think that's the power to not trying to present yourself. You are. Mm, and people yeah. feel like they have to present themselves as the experts on, online all the time. And yes. that's where they fuck up. Mm-hmm. Because I get online and I say, hey, I'm someone that shows up every day and I'm doing my best.
2: Mm-hmm. There's
3: nothing that anyone can tell me when I make a mistake. Yeah. Or, you know when I say something or do mm-hmm. something that isn't the best decision. Mm-hmm. I'm a full blown queer person and I haven't dated anything except for women and anything that's not a cisgendered man for the past three years. Mm-hmm. But four years ago, I wrote for Exo Nicole and said that I'm definitely not a lesbian and that I hate vagina. Oh. I'm allowed to evolve as, yeah. as a no, person. No, we are allowed
0: to evolve as people and we're allowed to change and, our minds and we're allowed to go back <laughs> and say, I said some fucked up dumb shit.
3: All the time. And, I, mm-hmm. and I'm and i like, okay, I see how that was problematic. I see mm-hmm. how I worded that the wrong way. I see why that was an issue, right? But it's like, I'm also not someone that's getting online and pretending to be something that mm-hmm. I'm not like, I don't feel like I can be anyone outside of who I am because... Mm-hmm. I don't have the capacity to to keep up with the lies that people be doing mm-hmm. on the
1: internet. I don't know how they do it. I you don't know what I'm saying? How. Like, I don't know how. No.
0: But I do have a question for you, though, because mm-hmm. because you are so transparent online, which yeah. is a beautiful thing, because it, yeah. like I said, it sets such an example for other people. It makes other people feel seen, represented, so forth and so on. How do you find the balance of not living online? And being able to know mm-hmm. when to turn things off and like, mm-hmm. you know, especially with, with Nyla being so much a part of what you do, how mm-hmm. do you find that yeah. balance?
3: So, um, yeah.
0: Have you found right. that balance? Are you still finding yeah, it? Yeah,
3: I don't, I'm fine. I'm in transition to that balance. Okay. Um,
0: and that's like no I judgment. I, I feel, just wonder.
3: Yeah. I feel, I feel overly tapped in. My mm-hmm. mind is either, you know, I don't just, just do stuff for myself. I Um, do social media and consultations and and content Mm -hmm. ideation and development for other people. So I find it actually very hard. I was talking with with someone the other day, how do I know the difference between when I'm scrolling for work and when I'm scrolling for like, there's no scrolling for pleasure anymore. Mm -hmm. I actually don't even feel like I do very well at consuming other people's content because I'm in this mindset of like not being a consumer and like this Mm -hmm. grind mode. And um, yeah, the, I'm going to be honest like my balance is going to be really like disconnecting from it all altogether mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very soon in a way where I just kind of see what happens and see how things work mm-hmm. and just trust that I'm going to be provided for without having to constantly show up online
2: mm-hmm. um mm-hmm.
3: Because there is this, this, this need, you know, I went on a 10 day break. I didn't go on social media. I was mm-hmm. supposed to do for 10 days, but I only made it seven days. But it's only because I had a fake page that was scamming people. So I mm. really tried to get in there. Oh and get no, that's living. fair.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, But I did seven days without it. And I was like, okay, like I like, still sold like a good amount of mm-hmm. like digital products while I was on that break and I feel like that was the universe showing me like <laughs> girl like you don't have to be like all the way tapped in let some of the stuff you've already done sit and do its work
2: yeah you know what i
3: mean like let let the internet work for you in mm-hmm. ways but then there's the 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 business side of me that's like yeah girl that money came but it's not the same money that comes when you be posting like you be posting right which is fair it's like I, mm-hmm. see, I see and i recognize the difference so i'm trying to find the balance so right now i'm um it's funny like i shared my whole journey when i started doing a lot of video content i was like i said in my homegirls living room mm-hmm. we ended up getting a very small bachelor apartment um in los angeles it was like a back house it was like a converted garage i didn't have a bathtub i used to be showing people that i was bathing my baby in a bucket Mm -hmm. Um, i had a crock pot that i was frying burgers in Mm -hmm. like very much living in there and while there were circumstances of that living environment mm-hmm. like mold and certain things that were not ideal mm-hmm. we lived there for 3 years and i feel like that was a core part of like growing my following of people seeing that it was okay to show up online mm-hmm. without like the ring lights and without the aesthetics and without everything that people think that they have mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. to like get online and show their lives but it's funny because some of my best content was also transitioning into like this two bedroom and at the end of the day um inspiration is is what people are looking for, right? Mm -hmm. So when you take someone along a journey, they're inspired by that. And even though I was so excited about showing everyone, look what I've done. Mm -hmm. Like, look, I'm a high school dropout. I haven't been able to keep a job. And I now make a full-time living based off the power of the internet. And I'm in Los Angeles with a washer and dryer and central air. Mm -hmm. Look at me. (laughs) And now I'm three years into that. And I'm like, oh my God, like, I Nyla's talking to me sometimes and I'm like not even hearing her she draws pictures of me and I'm on my phone mm-hmm. so I've realized like at what cost is all of this mm-hmm. and even though I definitely don't want a place with mold I'm now like we're going back to the downside mm-hmm. yeah. why do I have a two-bedroom and you sleep in my bed mm-hmm. I have I, I started realizing how many things I started buying that I didn't have before that I really don't need and it's like I the balance is mm-hmm. going to be going back to a lifestyle that doesn't require the amount of effort to like s- to stay afloat like this mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um yeah. <clears throat> but i will say that i do give nyla a say on what is on the internet what's not on the internet i never record nyla in um vulnerable moments mm-hmm. i don't um I make sure she has a clear understanding of like the way people will receive certain things, Mm -hmm. not stuff by myself, but anything that she's involved in. Mm -hmm. But my daughter is also not allowed to be on social media. She doesn't have a TikTok. She don't have an Instagram. She won't for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I, the internet is a wild place and I just, what you know, I Hmm. mean, I recently even took her, I took her out of school, not because of this, but it was like, she was like, yeah, mom, there's kids in class that are saying stuff like about our videos and they're saying nice stuff. And I'm like, damn, like,
2: yeah,
3: it's 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 a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But also, um, <clears throat> I just feel like she understands. And I also get to show her like the business side of it, too. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, she's also seen her dad give like little cosigns. Like her dad's helped us like pack up baby daddy tears cups. So it's like, yeah, we're making fun of baby daddies, but we're not always making fun of daddy. Mm-hmm. But sometimes daddy tripping, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's very much like a clear understanding as much as an eight-year-old can too, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. And there may be things that in the future, Nyla's going to have to unpack. Like there may be hurtful things that are happening right now that I'm not fully understanding mm-hmm. and, until she's able to verbalize yeah. and, and communicate with me that those things are happening. Um but at the very least, her 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 needs are met. Her needs are met, and I'm doing the best job mm-hmm. that I can, which mm-hmm. is like the whole basis of my brand.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, we have so many personal generational curses that we're trying to break right mm-hmm. um my daughter is eight and she's never met anyone that i've ever dated or smashed because i had like six stepdads by the time that i was eight mm-hmm. so i'm hyper focused on that if tiktok if my mom has a tiktok is her therapy then that's gonna have to fucking be her therapy
1: for yeah. right now mm-hmm. yeah because
3: i'm i'm focusing on do, the things you doing the best you
1: can exactly you are you doing the best you know best. And hearing and you, and she gets,
3: me, and she gets paid well.
1: Yes. <laughs> and he, hearing you process this aloud, though, mm-hmm. is so powerful to me because yeah. it's like, to me, I hear you know a growing adult woman. Yes. Come to terms with the fact that who we are and what we value mm-hmm. are things that change over time. Yep. Yes. And information will always change our perspective, right? Yep. When we don't have we think that people that have are doing better than us. And sometimes it takes us getting for us to know that better is not what we thought it was. Yes. Let me tell you something.
3: (laughs) Can I tell you something? The past probably six months, I've made more money in my life than I've ever made, Mm -hmm. right? And I feel so fortunate for that. Mm -hmm. And I just knew like three months ago, I was going to look at these places, these apartments. If my, you couldn't tell me that my next apartment wasn't about to be one of a motherfucking floor to glass ceiling mm-hmm. apartment, mm-hmm. okay? As uh- high as you could. I wanted to see the whole 405, <laughs> okay? And I was just like sitting here, I'm looking through stuff and I'm looking at these prices and I'm like, okay, I'm justifying, I'm justifying eight, nine, $10,000 a month apartments mm-hmm. because I'm like, not only am I going to, oh, when I get in there, I'm going to be charged up and I'm going to want to make more money. First of all, I'm like already stressed out. Like how much more charged up can you be? Sis? Child, right? because
0: listen, you're, you you can't also, work no more at what you're doing.
3: Yeah. And I realized, I said, do I, I asked myself a question. If I never post this apartment, Mm -hmm. do I want this apartment? Hell no. I was doing Mm -hmm. it for everyone else to see that I've Mm -hmm. hit a pinnacle point of success. Mm -hmm. I wanted to raise up my little motherfucking windows and do my little cut video Mm -hmm. and be like, I fucking did it. Mm -hmm. Right at the cost of my sanity, my -hmm. presence with my child, Mm -hmm. my availability, Mm -hmm. and just common sense Mm -hmm. as far as Mm -hmm. what we put our money towards in this kind of economy, right? To each their own, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, okay, now I just want to really be tapped in with my child. And even that's a struggle because mm-hmm. I really just want to be tapped in with myself, Yeah, but mm-hmm. I don't have a choice cause she's here. Mm-hmm. So how do we balance this out? Mm-hmm. But the first and foremost is taking some of that workload off. And my content brain is like, yeah, that's great girl. But even the present shit is content too. So it's still a struggle. Because even mm-hmm. through me saying I'm gonna be more present, I'm be with you, I'm like, yeah, and it's gonna be a little digital product about presence with a journal, and you probably and then you can push mm-hmm. that into because da- it's still it's 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 the what is it? It's survival mode. Mm-hmm. I actually have thought that like it's been a genetic thing that I'm graying like this, yeah. and I saw this whole TikTok that when you're in like fight or flight mode for X amount of time, like that's when you can start graying too. And I'm like,
1: wow. what? No, it's a trauma response. <laughs> like legit. Wow. Uh, I thought the trauma is genetics. responding. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fair.
0: The
3: trauma is responding. And I'm like, I, I, I need to relax, but I also need to, you know, still make sure that my needs are taken care of. Yeah. And I mean book. the balance,
1: give yourself grace because these yeah. <laughs> these yeah. sort of converse or questions that you are pondering yeah. uh you know this sort of it is a cost benefit analysis that you're doing mm-hmm. and this is sort of like the makings of of elevation and success
2: mm-hmm. as we
1: continue to climb the ladder we have to constantly check back in with self otherwise we just on the hamster wheel for the rest. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's insatiable. Mm-hmm. It's never yeah. going to be enough money. Right. The more money yeah. we make, the more money we're going to want. Need, so you have mm-hmm. to check in with yourself and really like, but this is sort of what, what I, what I, as I'm sort of also doing this work in different ways, personally, I try to re- remember and my therapist helps me to remember. Like, like, Just be grateful. Sometimes we have to sit and be grateful for the fact that we have the power, the autonomy, the flexibility, the resources to even have these conversations. Used to be a time it was like the rent is coming. You didn't have a choice. Yes.
0: And there was nobody to talk to about it or
3: anything.
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. The bills are billing. I have to make- I had my therapist
1: today
3: at 12 and she said, aren't you grateful- for the fact that if you wanted to, yeah. you could stop. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. not quite in my receiving era like you because I said, but I can't <laughs>
2: stop. No,
1: but I
2: am not
1: saying either. <laughs> I'm not saying. Miss <laughs> no. my, my, Sharon probably said the same thing to me yeah. last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, girl, how many more... Um, because I'm having a no issue right now. I'm wholly overcommitted. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. am, I am unable to say, no, I can't do that. Because yeah. right. I'm like, I need the checks. I need the checks to keep yeah. coming. Yep. And it's That's like, exactly how I feel. But girl, you tired. You sleepy. And your attitude is <laughs> bad because you're and,
3: even, and And just to even tie it into the motherhood, to tie mm-hmm. it into the motherhood thing, it's like, I'm right there with you. And the more I don't say no to that stuff, I continue to say no to Nyla. Yeah. Right? And so she's being told no without without a choice because it's just how I'm showing up.
2: Yes, you know what
3: I mean. Yes, and then it's also the self realization. I think it's really hard to like process and grow as like a healing person when you feel very self aware. Mm -hmm. I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm very self aware. Like I'm the person that can tell you, oh yes, I was abused here, and that's why this habit is Mm -hmm. linked with this, right? Like I, I understand all of that, so I'm self aware of it. So the guilt that comes mm-hmm. with that it's like after a long day and then like damn like she's asleep now and i'm like fuck
2: mm-hmm. does she you know know
3: what express I mean?
0: like are are these things that you feel or are these is it kind of a combination of her having expressed certain concerns as well how how has yeah. that gone and you answer that as as openly as you would like to or not yeah
3: it's, it's a combination. So we have a very specific set time that we have, regardless of anything you know about it. You've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And that I love I, that, that. I do it. Mm-hmm. Every single day we do roses and thorns, mm-hmm. where at the end of every day we have a designated anywhere for our tiredness lasts us from like 30 minutes to an hour, where we read books together. She reads to me, we take individual times reading and then we do roses and thorns. We share the best parts of our day and the worst parts of our day. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there's no time or attention being given. Mm-hmm. Um, I also recognize that like it feels worse than it is because a lot of my tapped inness and in work can also feel very at home and present. So it's not like a separation, like I'm at like a corporate job yes. and I'm coming in, mm-hmm. you know, but that in a way makes it worse sometimes. Cause she's just Absolutely. sitting here like, okay, girl, it's cool. You pick me up from school or it's cool. You get to homeschool me here, but you're still here and not here at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. So I recently, you know, uh, put her in like a little play thing where I'm like, okay, you can go there for a couple hours every day. So it feels like a separation, but she definitely expresses it. Like I said, she draws photographs of me with tripods. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. 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 You know what I'm okay. saying? Like,
3: <laughs> on my phone, Um, we have a thing where we'll like, go out to eat and she'll like, be like, no phones at dinner tonight. I'm like, okay.
0: Oh, wow. I think yeah, that's beautiful though because in, in relationship, whether it be romantic partnership, uh, platonic partnership or mm-hmm. a partnership with your child where you all, because you yeah. all are each other's partners right now, right? Right. We, it is always a mirror for the other person and I think it's beautiful Mm. that you have also provided a safe enough space where she feels comfortable expressing to you, hey, no phones at dinner. You know, my mother would have told me before, girl, this is my pager. You shut the hell up
1: You kidding me? (laughs) Do you have anything over here to be telling me what to do? Not one thing. No, okay.
3: that's true. You know, so yesterday... So, so roses and, her, and thorns. Yeah, yes. roses and thorns. We do like our, our little things here and there. And I acknowledge that. Nyla's Nyla a little too comfortable telling me whatever the hell is on her Listen, mind. Taurus okay? ass is the cut dry, honey. <laughs> and, she's, and then it's also a weird imbalance because um, she is not as affectionate as I am. Despite me being sometimes tapped out, mm-hmm. I'm very much like, give me a hug, give me a kiss. I love yeah. you. Da, 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 like, I'm very much like that. And she's like, bitch, stop touching.
0: Nyla's
1: me. <laughs> Nyla's me. Okay. It you, actually. Yeah. yeah. My it was like, oh, co-worker, girl,
0: ooh, I'm gonna touch you everywhere. Right my now. coworker
1: was telling me about her son and she was like, I have a very, like, I love that my son is so vocal and he tells me exactly what's on his mind. <laughs> and, you know, when we talk and, you know, I'll come home and he'll be so excited. Like, and I'll be so excited to see him. Like, tell me about your day. And he will be like, I need some space. Yeah. I need some alone time. And yeah. she'll be like, my feelings be so hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> to spend time I, with you I, and hear what's going on. Like, what do you what the mean? Because oh, so you ahead. realize
3: it can't, it can't always just be on your time either. You know, I yeah. woke up and, I, and I'm ready and she's like, girl, I'm building a Minecraft world. Right. Now. Yeah. I'm on I am was, try, I was, like trying,
1: actually doing I was trying
3: to, I was trying to talk to you like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I love that. Yeah. She does have that space. You know, me and her dad have kind of been getting on each other's nerves the past couple of weeks. And she, she has this thing whenever she's with one person that she like ignores people right okay. so people will text her call her and she's very much eight she has a phone because we co-parent and that's really th- that it and that all that's it and yeah. that's all mm-hmm. and so you know I'll see I'll look at her phone I'll be like your dad called you three times pick up before this nigga think I'm telling you you know what I'm saying like Talk to your damn dad, right? <laughs> so she had finally like responded to like one of his texts um, yesterday. And I was like, okay, cool. And I got in the bed and I picked up her phone. I was going through it and I was like reading what they said. She was like, what are you doing? She was like, can I get some privacy? Dang. Mm. And, I was like, and I was like, okay, you know what? I will ask mm-hmm. next time. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I'm not looking out of... Uh, a concern for safety right now I was just I was just being nosy if I thought something was I just wanted to see what what that nigga had to say you know what I mean like (laughs) okay I just wanted to see what y'all was talking about right so I'll I'll give you that but also Myla does know that her phone is I'm always going to be able to get in your phone like Like,
0: you if you have an electronic like in the world is the way that it is I'm I'm going to monitor what you're doing
3: I have, since Nyla has had a phone, Nyla is actually very upset because Nyla has a phone and when I tell you I have some... She can't even ask Siri nothing because yeah. Siri will literally say, I can't get on the internet. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Nyla's phone. She got to send me a request. Like oh, yeah, check, with your, <laughs> no internet, yep. check with your
2: mama. Yeah.
3: There's no internet, any kind of access on that girl. phone. Mm-hmm. She can't even get AT&T can't even text her. It's going to show up as a blurred thing. She'll be like, who the hell is this? I'm like, I don't know yep. because they're not a contact in your phone. Yep. So it doesn't go through. Yep, It's very set up that way. The world is a weird place. Yeah, um, I know how I came across a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? My daughter knows what sex is. My daughter knows what vaginas and penises mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. are. We've had these conversations from a very young age. Mm-hmm. And sh- there's nothing that she can't ask me or that she's, you know, yeah. afraid to, to, to talk to me about. Mm-hmm. So she don't need the internet for none of that. Um, but yeah, no, she's definitely expressing that she wants, wants more from me. But I also think I share that online too a Mm -hmm. little bit. I'm like, I'm trying this whole presence thing. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to trust that it's not even a matter of trusting. It's a matter of knowing, right? Because if I look at my life, have I ever, even when I've been at my very worst, have I ever really not had whatever it was that I needed?
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: And it's like, it's always been there. It's always been provided for, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm still trying to figure out as someone that is like parenting someone, it's a very difficult thing. Trying to figure out my own spirituality, my own relationship to to God, the universe, whatever it is, is that I even believe mm-hmm. because, you know, I've, I've fallen into, you know, we've talked about some things that I've fallen into. I've been in whole Christian cultures. Yeah,
0: before. she was in a culture.
3: So it's, uh-huh. it's very... it's very hard to be someone that is still learning and figuring out who you are. Mm -hmm. And I'm supposed to be instilling that into a child, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like I, I love the people that are so sure about what they know they want to teach their children, Mm -hmm. because I cannot tell you that I know that Mm -hmm. I have a general set of, I want you to be a good person, accepting person, don't be a fucking racist. You can't be homophobic. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then also, I'm on the wild side of things because I could give two shits if Nyla says fuck. Okay? And like, it- that's, like, not the thing that I'm worried about. Not that she does and not that she would, especially in front of me. Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, on a daily basis, what I'm, like, implementing into her as a human being, <laughs> yes. it's, like, that's so far down on the list of shit that I care about.
0: Yes. You know what I mean? Because it's so funny, because the people who who might might not listen, we were raised a way we were raised in certain um, in certain respectability ways, whereas like some of the stuff that we will tolerate now, I would would have never flown back in the day. Noah told me, asked me today (laughs) while we're walking through, we're doing a hike and she's like, permission to cuss. And I was like, all right, (laughs) one. You can have one. Because my whole thing is you're gonna do it anyway. Right? You're gonna
1: do it. So if well, I what what was one? the context. <laughs> I need to know the context.
2: I'm
1: just, I'm just I'm curious because I want to know what the like, what do you feel it pressing to cut in this very moment right here? And it's funny that you asked that because
0: after I said yes. I also was like, now what we could have done was this because I don't, I, but I, I don't make a big deal out of it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want her yeah. being like, she's going to, she's doing the wig, the wavy, wacky, inflatable yes. on two men, everything. Like, I'm like, so, you know, we're going to have a conversation yeah. about it, but I'm very clear about age appropriate things as well. Yeah. I'm like you nine, so so we don't need to be sitting here having a conversation, throwing motherfuckers back and forth. Like we don't need to exactly. do that. I am right, also your right. mother. And my mouth is my mouth, and it's been this way for a very long time. And I'm trying my very damnedest. Yeah. <laughs> so she said about oh, She wanted to he- She wanted to say shitting because <laughs> the we were out in these fields and we were trying to avoid all this little otter poop. It's all this dried otter poop. We're on 500 okay. acres And so we're like hopscotching, okay. and me and Tristan are like, god damn these otters, is just it's shit everywhere. And so she was like, permission to cuss? And I was like, "Okay." Yeah. she Fair. was like, I'm just," She's like, it's so much shit.
3: <laughs>
0: okay, I'm like, we okay, see? I can't get with that. I can't get with also,
1: that. And I also,
3: j- I think that it's like, it's not even so much like the allowance of it right it's the permission for me to still be an adult myself that's it while being with this human being that I'm always with like I did like a photo shoot I'm doing a website rebrand so I went and had pictures taken care of and there's this shirt that I always wear that says fuck them kids (laughs) yes and the (laughs) the person that was doing the photography for me we were like walking around in Beverly Hills Mm. and like it's spring break there's like white families walking around with their kids and like I can tell that I'm like hello I have (laughs) I can tell that I have made some people uncomfortable but I also yeah but there's also a lot of people that are like I love your shirt but Mm. none of it is like the people walking around with kids Mm. right right and I could tell that the photographer was like so taken aback um by the fact that i had the shirt on it was like this airbnb girl that i booked and she was like you wear that in front of your kid i'm like yeah i've been to the movies with my kid with the shirt (laughs) and like people think that it's hilarious that i'm like with my kid with the shirt that says fuck them kids on it and Nyla just be rolling her eyes like kind of laughing at it and that's what it is for me. It's the permission to be myself. It's the permission to yeah, we can mm-hmm. listen to it in Kanto. but like also, mommy likes T Grizzly too. So sometimes we're gonna listen to Grizzly in the car. T
0: Grizzly out of Detroit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of just like, you yes. know, it's like it's the balance. It's like I I yes. I don't always get breaks, mm-hmm. so I'm not always capable of like tapping into to filtering every single mm-hmm. type of thing that you're going to see or hear when it comes to her safety when it comes to something that's going to um prohibit any kind of growth mm-hmm. in her absolutely mm-hmm. but i would much rather her be like mom what does that mean that i just heard yeah yeah in a song yeah. that you're listening to mm-hmm. then it be like on some other occasion you know what no, i no. mean it's I just love that. It's, it's 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 just it's not a it's not a priority like There's too much shit going on in the world. I'm Mm -hmm. out here. I'm worried. People are worried about school. I'm like, baby, I don't even know if, I'm making more money than people I know with degrees right now. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if the track that they tell us to take is the track that's going to allow you to <laughs> take not. care of yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not. So, no, it's true. Actually, I'm going to need <laughs> you to, not. baby, this is how you set up a website, okay? Mm-hmm.
1: What I know. She with me to
3: invoice people. A part of homeschool yesterday. I had like 10 invoices I needed to send out yesterday, right? No, but so that, we sat down and I'm like, yes. this is how you invoice people. This is what mm-hmm. I'm doing.
1: Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. me, I love that we are reframing, like as a generation, And when I say it's not, I'm saying that as a person with four degrees, right? Right. I understand, though, what I understand. And it took me four degrees to realize that we're marketing this the wrong way, Mm
2: -hmm. right?
1: We make people feel like having the credential is what matters but it's like no so we go into school settings and it's like oh i'm only here to get a degree and it's like no baby you are here to develop a skill set what you're doing is you are cultivating a set of skills in your child such that whatever her choices might be Mm -hmm. whatever she chooses to be she'll be able to tap into those skills yes and so you do know more and you are making more money than people who have degrees right now because sometimes our degree programs only condition people for jobs mm-hmm. and not career.
2: Mm-hmm. Are you paying mm-hmm. to be
1: an accountant that works under the, the, the top accountant? Or are you teaching someone how to have their uh, an accounting firm mm-hmm. or to apply their accounting skills in mm-hmm. a wide range right. of spaces? Mm-hmm. And so it's about telling your daughter, um, showing your daughter the practical application of things yeah, in a right. way that our school system has failed to do. And that's the very, it's a not about of, learning. Right, right. It's about, because right. I'm always too. learning.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. I'm, I have a subscription to Skillshare. I buy people's courses. Mm-hmm. I read people's ebooks. I'm constantly in a book. Education mm-hmm. is super fucking important. Mm-hmm. It contributes to the way that I communicate with people. I know how to write a proper email. I've learned the things that I needed to learn because education is important. I couldn't get through college to save my motherfucking life because I gotta be here at this time and do this. It's about control. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's about showing. Hey, we're gonna put X amount of hurdles in front of you as a marginalized person that already
2: is a single mom.
1: I'm already struggling. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's control. Mm -hmm. It's compliance. It's about cogs in this system that is supposed to keep us where we are and then where they are, Mm
2: -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But it
1: did at the same time. It was in those classes that I learned. Or had access to the information to recognize how right. that system was working for them and not for me.
2: Yes. Right. And so
1: now I can go into the rooms and challenge the system to operate differently. Yes. But yep. that's my journey. Not everybody's. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think it is. I think I love what you're doing because we're we're challenging. And our generation has done a really good job of this in terms of we are not accepting the things as they are handed to us.
2: Yes. We are
1: cultivating the capacity to ask critical questions. Yes. And these babies mm-hmm. are, are even better at it than we are. Look, right. they're gonna we be so much better better greater than us. They're even better she, at it than we are.
3: Nyla did this. So usually we start, let me tell you something. We started off at five dollars a video. Mm-hmm. Every time I asked her to to do something with me, I was yes. like, here go five dollars. And I'm yes. doing it in a I'm doing it in a very um practical way for the world so she has an iphone so mm-hmm. no i'm not giving you cash i'm paying you through apple pay and you keep your balance on your apple pay and when we go places you are the one that needs to interact with the cashier you <laughs> need keep... to learn how to use the yes. technology and pay with the apple pay That's and do it. what you need to do mm-hmm. and then you have an actual transaction thing here where you can look at how yeah girl you had 150 dollars mm-hmm. but you wanted to go to the hello kitty store you wanted to get the <laughs> starbucks cake pop uh-huh. every other day but if like, you have to watch because we have to let our kids make mistakes with money because if I had the space to make the mistakes, I wouldn't have, I'm still making the mistakes with money. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, if you could get that out the way in the childhood, like imagine how much better prepared they're going to be. But I say all this to say how, how analytical she is of things and like picking up on things. Cause I've been paying her $5 a video for so long. And we had like a video recently and she heard me say it out loud. Cause she doesn't see the things on the internet. Mm -hmm. Right. So I said to like my brother, I was like, I was going up. I said it's doing, it's about to hit two million on TikTok, and she was like, if it does better, don't I get more than five dollars? She said, inflation, hello. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, don't, aren't you gonna make more money if it's like? if it's what viral it's viral
1: um, look at these economic principles she said pay me what pay <laughs> she what said it's owe. giving supply demand hello and i'm seeing you know, an increase in demand hello <laughs> so The terminology
3: terminology she's picking up on the way she's watching me watch mm-hmm. like she's seeing like the difference in the way i care about things and how things perform because it's it's like our, it's our home environment. But I will say one of the ways I'm also reclaiming it is wherever our next space is, just for the safety too, of of myself mm-hmm. and, and her, as things have continued to get fucking weirder and weirder Oh yes, honey. as my, my audience has grown, is I've decided, which is going to be very difficult for me, Um, my my home, I, like that is going to be my boundary. I don't want anyone to see inside of my home anymore, no matter mm. what it is. It's
2: your sacred because space.
3: Um, there's this girl on TikTok that did this, uh, get, get ready with me for the day thing and not on some weird shit, but just on some, do people be tripping shit? Right. I can tell you exactly where she lives being someone in LA after watching that one video, like I've tracked tra- 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 <laughs> some, uh, track some stuff. And I was like, this girl has millions of followers and I know exactly where to stand out outside of right now if I, if I wanted to. I right. Crazy. And yeah. so if I was crazy, And so it really had me, had me thinking like, okay, you know what, that's going to be my next thing is like, and it all, it all has to do with sharing things in a more structured way Mm -hmm. and follow falling into the side of like the social media content, everything being right now and right in the, the, the instantness of it all Mm -hmm. has made it like, I got to do this right now. I got to do this right now. I got to do like. We gotta do it right now and right here, instead of more planned out and like maybe yeah. it's less of an output, but it doesn't. You don't know what my kitchen looks like. I've had people tell me what apartment I live in because of my kitchen cabinets. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's like people are also That's really weird because why are you telling me that? That's
0: not, well, yeah, I'm, why are you say certain stuff? To you people? know, I don't got to don't. But, get it.
3: Yeah, but you know, I'm also super with the shits. So like. Please, like, Mm -hmm. don't ever try it because it will. It's not going to be a pretty situation, but like, it's it's uncomfortable. And I think the bigger that I've grown, the more that I that I've realized that. And I think that will also be something that helps with like the presence, Mm -hmm. because there's no need to be creating content constantly. Like my living room is like a fucking production studio mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm,
3: you know that's draining in a lot mm-hmm. of ways too just looking at it because mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like, like you said there's um, no separation between work and personal there's life. no yeah.
3: there's no separation mm-hmm. there's no separation let but... me ask
0: you this as we're closing out what what would you do if nyla told you one day like let's just say she dro- dropped on you one day i don't want to do this no more i don't want to I don't want to be on the internet anymore.
3: She has. Mm. Mm. So (laughs) last last year, Nyla. Last year Nyla said, I don't want to do videos anymore. I said, okay. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: I was in a brand deal contract, and I told the brand deal, I was like, hey, my kid doesn't want to do videos no more. I'm not gonna ask her to shoot it. I'm not gonna, nothing. Um, here's how I re, repivoted. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it was a vitamin company. Mm-hmm. That's as much as I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Let me do the vitamins this way. Let me tell a story about my childhood." And just, like, I did a whole mm-hmm. repitch of something that would have been fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it would have done just fine. Mm-hmm. They're like, "No, you have to use a kid." Um, and Nyla hadn't been in videos for like three or four months mm-hmm. at that point and I said okay so I hit up my homegirl and I was like hey cause at that point I'm pissed mm-hmm. that's one thing I'm still growing and learning with the online mm-hmm. stuff is like not being like my petty self I'm like cool I'm gonna use a completely different kid and just let the, my followers ask who the fuck that kid is the whole time the yeah. video right so I grabbed a random white baby and I am I... Hollering.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's mixed but she's very she's very she's, you know she's very she's,
1: pale she's a, a white random baby. white baby <laughs> <laughs>
3: And <laughs> I had them do this whole little skit with me. Good morning, mommy. What's YouTube? Here's your stuff. Da-da-da-da-da. Posted it, comment section, shambles. Who the fuck is this kid? I was cracking up and I was letting them know in the comments like, granted this was not a long lasting relationship with this brand. Cause I'm in the comments. I was like, I told him, I don't know what they want to be. Nyle don't want to do videos no more. Nyle's feeling, right? So I've never forced her to do something she want to do, but I talked to her about it on one of my one of my podcast episodes, and I was like, "What made you come back in?" And she said, "I didn't like that you were using other kids." Oh, I said, "Girl," she said, no. "She got a little jealous." Not
1: my mother. I she won't did, be is replaced.
3: Okay. She didn't want to. She, she didn't want to be. be replaced. But I also always tell her, like. You know, even with the content that Nyla's been in recently, mm-hmm. Nyla's been doing it her own way and she's very much not even in the video. It's mm-hmm. really just Nyla's voice. Mm-hmm. So Nyla's finding her ways that she's more comfortable showing up. And if Nyla stops, that's fine. I've done full-blown mom raps where Nyla said no. Mm-hmm. I think I did like a parody to Nicki Minaj Monster. Mm-hmm. And Nyla didn't want to be on the video. I used one of her fucking uh, baby dolls. That's yeah. like a real life thing. And the mm-hmm. whole video, that was the, I was holding a baby doll. Um, I'm my brand. Nyla's not the brand. There we go. You know what yes. I mean? Like, I'm I'm the show. Mm-hmm. I'm the reason that it's, that it's happening here. You're still going to have food and shelter mm-hmm. and a place to stay if you don't want to mm-hmm. fucking do videos. Mm-hmm. But if anything, Nyla's at a point where she's more so pushing towards let me do my own thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Um, I have an app on her phone called Splice where she can like edit and stuff. So she's been messing around with editing. I'm just not comfortable with her being on the internet right now. There's nothing about the internet yeah. that I feel comfortable with her being on right now. So mm-hmm. I told her, I said, we can talk about it when she's 13, mm-hmm. which is quite some time away. Mm-hmm. And we'll just go there. I love the innocence that my kid has. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do um, wish that the music taste would change a little bit, but I love that that's <laughs> the only music taste that she's interested in. No,
1: it's I love you know? that she's a little girl. Cause I mean yeah. there's such a rush for little girls to be little like Kardashians.
3: Yeah.
0: And yeah. I
1: can, yeah. And I and and I love to see little girls who love being eight. Yeah. yeah that <laughs> and makes sense. I mean
3: when I tell you that my daughter was fucking <clears throat> devastated, she has this thing where like she'll like watch a show and she'll be like um. Are she asked it like this. She's like, are they in real life? Mm. And I took me and I'm like, what do you mean? And like, oh, like, are they in real life? Like she watches fucking old school Jojo Siwa videos. Oh, on God, I'm so and... sorry.
0: I'm so sorry. It
3: is. Oh. I mean, she gets, she wants the bows and everything. Oh, oh wow. it's, it's deep. Whoa, right, lots, of, lots of rainbows, right? <laughs> but when I tell you, when she asked me, Is she in real life? I'm like, Well, yeah, Jojo Siwa is a real person, but like, this is like, these are her YouTube videos, mm-hmm. like, she creates, and these are from a while ago. When I pulled up Jojo Siwa's TikTok and she saw that she was a full grown ass woman living her life. Yeah. She's and so she was heartbroken. Oh, <laughs> poor Aww. baby. It was like, Where is like, you Know because Jojo CY is still very much like colorful and stuff, and mm-hmm. she's like, She's not a little girl. I'm like, No, baby, she's grown up. Like, these are you're watching videos. See, some- that was
0: me years ago when Noah was a fan of Brooklyn Queen when she was little, okay. and then Brooklyn Queen is this little rapper, um, okay, rapstress who is not from Brooklyn or Queens, um, oh, but. Christ. She's from Detroit, I believe. Uh, but Brooklyn Queen, She's Noah was a big fan of Brooklyn Queen and her, and her child raps. And then one day I realized Brooklyn Queen had now become like 18 and yeah. the content had changed. <laughs> and so I was like, you and Brooklyn, you can listen to all Brooklyn, but y'all are not the same age. So you can listen right. to the stuff you were listen to, but we're not going to evolve with her. Like we're not gonna do right. that because she's becoming a grown woman. But I do love that they still have that innocence. And I love that you allow her yeah. to keep that innocence, mm-hmm. especially much. especially with where you in the space that you work, in the space that we all work. I don't mm-hmm. Noah shares TikTok with me. So right. Noah can't do nothing on TikTok. She loves TikTok, but she can't do nothing on TikTok unless it's on my phone. I see it. She don't know that I edit everything to be friends only or or put that shit away. Oh, that's the
3: same thing. I do that too. Yep. So like if Nyla uses my phone to make a video, mm-hmm. private, yep. close friends, yep. whatever. And like, that's it. yeah, girl, mm-hmm. the people love it. Like, I love know, it. that you
0: respect her autonomy. I love that you're clear about the boundary even within your work and with your brand being around, centered around you being a mother. I really appreciate the fact that you have a boundary on how yeah. you respect her in that space. I love yeah. that. And I think that is an awesome example for so many people out there. Is there anything you'd like that. to tell the people or promote
3: before yes. we head we can out? can look forward to. All right, everybody. Hey. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so most importantly is I'm trying to be more consistent, but I do have my own podcast. Hey, and hey. I would appreciate if all of y'all
2: hey, can um. all go
3: check out um, it is called She Really Had A Baby we talk about everything from motherhood mm-hmm. to um, my recent favorite porn stars came on the last episode I so you know it's a it's a little bit of everything over there um, also on she really I have a digital product called what I wish I knew before followers I'm really trying to put everyone that I can especially single mothers
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, about how to make money on the internet there's a lot of different ways and I wish I would have known how much money was out there when I first started because mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been and taken advantage of. So it's really just a product that is giving people the tools on how to communicate with brands. Mm-hmm. I still use the templates that are in the ebook to pitch brand deals because um I be wanting to talk outside of my mouth sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I default to these templates mm-hmm. to make sure that the structured. professionalism is there. Yes. Yeah. A lot of the reason we don't make the money, um, I feel like that are our, our, our other white peers sometimes make in spaces huh. like influencer marketing mm-hmm. is because of, for one the lack of of information and the knowing right so mm-hmm. on my own personal social media i'm very vulnerable with that i will show you my contracts i will put you know to whatever legal extent mm-hmm. i can i'm not you know ashamed about saying hey this is when i took a thousand hey i've made twenty thousand dollars off a brand deal before if i would have known that people were making twenty thousand dollars off of brand partnerships mm-hmm. i would have never done one for two hundred dollars right so having mm-hmm. these conversations putting visibility behind stuff like that and really giving people the tools for that is in the ebook and yeah just follow me on instagram on tiktok i would love to get to a million followers on tiktok this year that's a goal of mine it's a vanity metric goal it's not super important i just want a little bit of i I guess social validation
0: i love (laughs) love the transparency of it all and we're gonna have all jessica's links in the description box you have to come back because we didn't even get to get into the to the good ins and outs of <laughs> single motherhood, but like a transparent conversation about it. So we want to do a part du with you if Let's you're do it. down. Listen, I got, all,
3: I got all the traumas and all the crevices. So whichever one we want to <laughs> dive
0: into. Wow. She's like, please get into the traumas of my under titty. Well, okay. in the meantime, make sure that you all <laughs> subscribe to She Really Had a Baby, the podcast. We're going to put all the links in the description box on where you can find Jessica Rose. Yes. We send our biggest, biggest love to you and Nyla. You know, y'all a yes. y'all a family, here and I'm here proud you of mom.
1: you. Yeah. Not that that counts oh, for anything, but I am yeah. very Thank proud you. of you and what you're building. It's been awesome to see you grow. Yes, and I can't wait to see you continue to excel.
0: Yes, personally, not just that. professionally though. Personally, no,
1: as a, like as a person, as yeah. a mom, yeah. all of yeah. that. Not yeah. just professionally, but I yeah. love the space that you're in, and yeah. and I hope that you sit with how much you've grown because yeah. it's Thank been awesome you. to see. And how
0: is so many people going to relate?
3: It's been awesome to watch y'all y'all grow too. I'm oh, huge girl. fans of the show. I heart. love you guys both. And there's no one else that I would sacrifice the audio for the show by not turning the air conditioner on because underneath my TV it's oh. so hard right now. Me I'm freezing.
0: Well, you know what? Let's just wrap this thing on up.
1: We'll- <laughs> yeah. Thank you, girl. Bye. <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. We are here for another I Know That's Right.
2: I oh, Know That's Right.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Another segment where we big up ourselves. Big up yourself. Okay, because we deserve that. Yes. Um, and we're going to big up ourselves this week because, <sighs> you know, we're still receiving I Know That's Right submissions waiting on y'all to big up yourselves. At our new email address, Please, by the way. tell the people.
0: Hello <laughs> at co. Not... Getting
1: grown, yes. Hello, at getting grown. G e t t dot c o dot com. Yes. Hmm. So pay attention. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Getting just like in the um in the title of the show, you know, just like the name.
2: Yeah. <laughs> getting <laughs> what you're grown. listening to
1: right now. Dot c o dot
0: c o. No hello L-O at getting okay. No m. Thank you.
1: Please send your submissions. We will. We can't wait to read them mm-hmm. and assist you in bigging up yourselves all over Blue Ivy's internet. Well, allow Take me- for yourself. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. That's, now allow me to big up myself. Yes, please. For just a moment. Uh, I've been invited to keynote a conference. Oh! And this is just not any old conference. Right? Oh, I know, because I know who you work for. Well, uh, <laughs> that's not what this is about. Mm-hmm. But it is. Howsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I talk a lot. Um, About, you know, crediting, um, I can attribute a lot of my success, personally and professionally, to my participation in academic support programs. Mm -hmm. My mother uh, went to TSU right out of high school. Okay. Tennessee State University, HBCUs. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, But my grandfather got called to pastor the church up here in New York. Yes. She was not going to stay. So she traveled and was just thinking that she would transfer when she got up here. Mm -hmm. But because she didn't really have access to quality sort of college career counseling Mm -hmm. and, you know, my grandparents were not really in a position to help her. They were just moving to a completely different state and had no knowledge of how to negotiate Mm -hmm. um, or navigate these waters. Mm -hmm. Um, She. Ended up registering. And I think she went to like a business college. She got like a business certificate Mm -hmm. and then eventually got an associates. But when she realized that she was on track to complete her bachelor's, but Mm she sort of diverted. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's no shade in that or shame in that, but Mm -hmm. it's not, you know, when she realized not having access to counseling, what that did, she regretted it. Mm -hmm. And she swore that Brian and I would always have, People around us who could tell us and show us and give her information, give us information that she didn't have. Mm-hmm. So she enrolled us in all kinds of access and success programs, student success programs. We went to all kinds of after school programs and mm-hmm. Saturday schools, and it was really ghetto at the time. But <laughs> <laughs> the ghettos of childhood—it was very much like this
0: is—I mean, so oh, I, we should
1: do a ghettos of childhood episode. I'm like, my mom, six, she wants me to go to school six days a week. I mean, all the other children only well, that is—that's
0: actually. That's
1: hood. It's that's very what that much is. Like <laughs> more school. Because that's exactly what I need. So um, long story less long, I was in this program funded by New York State called mm-hmm. Step and C Step. Mm-hmm. C-STEP was a collegiate version, but STEP was a, called the Science and Technology Entry Program. They provide support and resources for students who have aspirations for careers in the sciences. Technology Mm -hmm. and Engineering and Math, and or the licensed professions. STEM. STEM, Mm -hmm. right? But, you know, also including social sciences as well. So I was in that program all through high school, went to college in New York State. So there was a C-STEP program. I was in that program all through college. Mm -hmm. And when I graduated college and went to grad school, came back, got my first job, I was the assistant director of a C-STEP program at Mercy College. You've always been successful. Always no, that's not that. <laughs> that's not what I thought you no, were No, it's say. okay. No, you can repeat it after me. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm this is very long, but bear with me. No, I'm here. It's good. So uh, that program, the mm-hmm. Step and C-Step program, are celebrating their 35th anniversary. So 35 years they've been providing this awesome support to students like me and okay. Brian. And so three weeks ago, four weeks ago, three, four weeks ago, I get a call, I get an email. Mm-hmm. Actually, I get a DM from someone. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jessica. Who I've known when we were working together, when I was assistant director of C-STEP mm-hmm. at Mercy, she was working with C C-STEP program at Brooklyn College. Come on. Right. So, um, you know, she sends me a DM and she was like, uh, Dr. Nelson is looking for you. Now, Dr. Nelson is a, a program director, but she runs the statewide conferences and convenings. Mm-hmm. And I've worked with Dr. Nelson before. Uh, and I'm like, OK, well, what's up? Mm-hmm. And she was like, they want you to keynote the conference. I said, what conference? (laughs) She said, the statewide C-STEP conference. 35 years, they're celebrating an anniversary. And I'm like, first of all. Come on, since 88. I'm like, first of all, who canceled?
2: (laughs) Shut up. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Because
1: I'm telling you, when I was in C-STEP, people like, you know, like legislators, like Dr. Freeman Mm Roboski, the former president of the University of Maryland, Baltimore Baltimore County. Mm -hmm. Like all these really important huge people mm-hmm. would come and speak at the C-STEP conference, people mm-hmm. who had written books and done all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like,
2: I you mean. You have written books, sister.
0: You've been published in multiple uh, journals so and publications.
1: Long they, they, They've helped me to understand. That I talked to Dr. Nelson and she was like, you are proof positive that the program works. You've done exactly what the program was designed to do. Mm-hmm. And now you're doing all of these cool and amazing things and you should come back and tell the students that if they too persist, yes. they can go on and do amazing things. Ooh. And so I'm going to keynote a conference. Yes, congratulations. Co- and it's just like, wow. Wait, but tell the, can you please
0: tell them the, the most special part of this? But so we
1: are in danger of the secret getting out. <laughs> We are in the red
0: zone, honey, because somebody's going to say something mayday, this week. Mayday, mayday,
1: mayday. Uh, because my mom, who put us in this program, right? Mm-hmm. So I tell her that they've contacted me, and asked me to keynote the conference. She's like, oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> I think that is just amazing. I would love to be there. I would wish I could see it. Blah, blah, blah. She's just talking, talking, talking. And so I emailed Dr. Nelson and I'm mm-hmm. like, can my mama come? <laughs> So so she was like, yes. So, you know, I called my mom back and I'm like, you know, if you want to go to CSEP conference, you know, I can get you there. You know, Mm -hmm. so Rhonda will be joining me.
0: Yes. Rhonda is absolutely going to hear about getting grown.
1: But it's in my bio. So this is the thing. And they asked for my bio for the conference, Mm -hmm. for the conference book. And Mm -hmm. I just sent it along. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm just moving along through my day. I think I went on to go and like take the clothes out the dryer. Mm -hmm. And then it clicked in my mind that getting grown is in my bio. Yeah. And I was like. No. <laughs> <laughs> Your secret lovers, yeah. but we are in danger now. I love. It. I don't know how this
0: is gonna go. It's gonna go fine. It's gonna but go swimmingly.
1: My, I know that's right. It's like you know, this is a full circle moment for me. Yeah. Coming from, I joined the step program in the seventh grade. Yeah, and you know, had had the opportunity to do lots of wonderful things um, through the efforts of some really dope black and brown men and women Mm -hmm. who guided me along the way. And that's why doing this kind of work that we do with Teen Type and Fast and just Mm -hmm. on the internet in general, sharing information is so important to me because I am where I am because the people pulled me along the way. And so to be able to do something like this is like next, it's like full circle in a weird way because I used to be in those seats. Absolutely. I was in high school and college going up, to Lake George, to mm-hmm. attend the statewide conference. Mm-hmm. So I remember, you know, this time and to now sort of be on the other side. Mm-hmm. I know this is a very special feeling. It's and a, it I know a that's blessing. right. It's a blessing.
0: And I love that your mom gets to come see you in your element, doing what you she's do. Never,
1: she's never seen
0: it before. I know. And so I think that makes it even more <laughs> special. And the fact that she was also getting grown at the time Agreed. trying to figure out yes. how to raise these kids and what to do with these kids and it was like I don't have all the answers but I'm going to find all I'm going to find as many resources as I can. So I think it is a beautiful full circle moment for you and I'm so happy for you. And I can't wait to hear how it goes. What I'll are you come wearing? I tell y'all. So I got this pantsuit. I knew it was going to be a pantsuit.
1: But the jacket is like a long. You remember when we did the afropunk thing? That, um, um... Yes. And it was the long... Oh, like a duster. Yes. Oh. It's a long, like, duster, but it has, like, it comes with a wide leg pants. Oh. Oh, she's giving Joan Clayton is very what she's much. giving. Oh, very I can't much. wait to see it. <laughs> I am very excited about it.
0: It's giving suit. I cannot wait to see it. Are you giving zoot No. Suit? Oh, okay. There's no
1: right. zooting. Okay. But there is some very suiting.
0: powerful suiting happening. Okay. I can't wait to see it. Well, you all might have to not tune into the Patreon for that. You actually can just look on Kia's Instagram because oh, it yeah, will be posted. It should be there. Yes. Well, I have not I know that's right this week. All right, week. let me have it. I will be hosting season 2 of the Black Kitchen Series <laughs> <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, season 1 was hosted by Adrian Miller who is a soul food scholar and scholar of culinary and the culinary world and they picked your girl to host season 2. Ain't that some crazy Man, stuff? Man, I went so listened to season 1 and I heard how knowledgeable Adrian was and I said, okay. Y'all want me to host the season? Yes, <laughs> because like, you two right. are knowledgeable.
1: <clears throat> Done been to a whole culinary school as well. Thank you as very any much. of the chef. Thank and you know so much.
0: You're right. You are absolutely right. I know I am. So that and we had a full circle moment because Adrian was my very last guest for the final oh, episode wow. of the series. Nice. So it drops um, April 18th, which I believe is today based off of when this <laughs> is. <laughs> When this episode airs, so please uh, go tune into the Black Kitchen Series podcast. Um, it is powered by Heinz. Shout out to as in the ketchup, y'all. As in the ketchup that we I'm all know and hold love. You, that's you know? right. Nice flex.
2: Uh, <laughs> it was,
0: and it was, um, it was put together by a group of young, amazing Black women. I want to shout out Fumi, Mm-mm. who is an awesome copywriter. I want to shout out Zay, who is an incredible producer. Um Leah was a part of the first season. Nice. Leah, who did the artwork for
1: Illuminating Intersectionality. Oh. I found that out while I was on set. Wow. So look at
0: that. Come on, um, small world
1: of brilliant black, amazingly talented Brilliant women. black. I love
2: this
0: for us. And this is uh this is the innovator season. So okay. it's showing a bunch of uh black food experts distillers farmers healers chefs who um, who have found ways to innovate within the culinary field so I'm really excited about it we talked to KJ of Black Food Fridays I talked to chef amethyst who works for Yolele Foods mm-hmm. um, and they're doing a lot with West African grains Adrian Miller I talked to um Chala, many uh, Delta Dirt Distillery is our very first episode an incredible black family in Arkansas so please, please, please support and go um, download and subscribe to the Black Kitchen Series podcast and also rate us, Mm. okay? You know what I'm saying? We gotta get the views up so we can continue to to build this world out so that's my I Know That's Right this week I'm nothing but proud. I'm proud of the both of us. Look Look at at us
2: us. (laughs)
0: This is the auntie-ish-ass show. Very very much so. (laughs) Well, y'all know we like to end on a negative note. (laughs) So I think we're going to head on over to a petty peeve and close this thing on out. Let's do it. All right. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say
1: to my sister, because everybody know I can be real petty. P E to the T T Y, honey.
0: So my petty peeve this week is I went up to the Hudson Valley to do mm. spring break with the family. Very nice. Yes. All right, We should have a drink after this. I'm sure. Thank you. Uh. And I um, I usually get all my jams. When I go, you know, I load up all my jams and Mm -hmm. my sauces off the farm. I didn't know the farms were closed still. Really? They said they were reopened for spring. It is spring and they are not reopened. They're running a little behind. They're running a little behind. Talking about May. I said, beloveds, that's not spring. Well, the Easter week. That's pre-summer. Typically, yes, because Memorial Day sort of kicks off the summer. Also, spring equinox has happened. Weeks ago. Weeks ago. You all lied in my face. I should sue, but I'm not going to do that because I want my jams and my sauces. So that's my petty peeve. I just thought I was going to walk away with some um, delicious sauces and jams and I'm not. So now I have to make another trip.
1: That's all. And that's all. (laughs) That is it. And you will do that. I will. And that is all. What is your petty peeve this week? Okay. Um, I was traveling. up. uh, I was on the train. I took the train up. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Down to the Amtrak. Oh, how was that? It was actually quite nice. Okay. Now, did you know? This is a bit of a side, but just let me. The the Moynihan Train Hall.
0: Yes. Okay. Wait. Hold on. So my my nail artist, uh-huh. Crystal, uh, A.K.A. Blizzy, mm-hmm. um, was part of a so they so Facebook Meta, excuse me, mm-hmm. has an office in there, and sh- she assisted. This amazing artist who actually just won a competition on MTV—they had like an artist reality okay. show
1: competition—and
0: they painted a mural
1: for Meta in that same oh train station. Goodness. Now, speaking of yes, because the place is is beautiful. Yep, and it's filled with beautiful things. Yeah, and I mean, I'm like, when's the last time I took the train into the city? I know because same. I did not know that all of this was happening, and I live here. <laughs> And I did. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, where am I? I mm-hmm. literally was like, did I get off the train at the right place? No, they're really. I, thought I was lost.
0: They're really like redoing things in the city.
1: It is something.
0: They're really doing quite
1: a bit. I was, I had to really get myself together because I felt like a tourist. Yeah. I was in the cab like, what is this? What is it? That's how my, mother... anyway,
0: that's <gasps> another, my mother. I, anyway, continue.
1: <laughs> continue. So my petty peeve was uh, with the <clears throat> the Uber driver. hmm that the, that the, the guy that took me to the hotel because he sees me mm-hmm. with the bags, mm-hmm. so like and acknowledges that he sees me with the bag uh-huh um, and let's say because like we were texting, he was like, "Where are you? I'm mm-hmm. right here blah, blah blah, mm-hmm. so he I know that he was looking at me he so I am maybe three quarters of a block away mm-hmm. from him.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
1: stood there and was like, is this man going to come he's and not. meet me?
2: Mm-mm.
1: Because mm-hmm. it's a one way street. He's going to have to drive in this direction anyway. Uh-huh. But you're not going to do that. You're going to make me walk down. You're going to make me walk down to come
0: back. And up. let me
2: guess.
1: He gave you the
0: friendliest greeting when you got to him. How didn't How are me? you? Yeah.
2: I it. Did you have a wonderful <laughs> it's train? It's,
1: in? an infuri- <laughs> it's infuriating. <laughs> and I was looking at him like, are you
0: motherless or what? <laughs> This is that is the Uber driver. Like when I be coming from the airport, I'm going to the airport oh. and they don't help with the bags. It's always the ones who don't speak to help with the bags, but the ones that don't help, you get it, and they're like, How are you? Going to the airport today? And I'm like, man, shut the shut the fuck up talking to me. I'm sorry, sister.
1: No, it was really upsetting because I mean sorry. I have a big bag because I'm gonna be leaving here going straight to the conference. You are. And so like I have like 10 days worth of clothes.
0: You do. And I'm just and in a large have, suit.
1: Yes, and I'm just like <laughs> You see me with all of this. I have stuff in my hands. I bought my little meal prep. I told you. So I'm like,
0: you know, I uh, I have a theory, but I'll I won't get us canceled today. I was very, very <laughs> upset.
1: I was like, he really just gonna watch me struggle with these bags. He was, and he like he I, he opens the trunk. I walk around to the back. I start putting in, and then he gets out. Then he asks, <laughs> "You need help?" Infuriating. <laughs> I was like, you stay your lazy
0: ass right there. Don't no. you worry. You know what? I'm going to make this it. a bonus, Petty P, petty because when I was in Oakland, you know, filming for the Black Kitchen series, mm-hmm. um, specifically, I had this cab driver. And when we he picked us up from the airport when we got. So when he picked us up, he did nothing. He didn't get out of the car until the very last minute to tell us that we were putting the bags into the trunk wrong. wrong. I said, well, you do it yourself then. I was like, because you haven't done anything wrong, wrong. Wrong. Then we pulled up to the hotel, Oakland. And that, that was an interesting leg. Um, we pull up to the hotel and he waits in the car until the the 11th hour gets out. No, I'm so sorry. I'm lying. He did that when he picked us up. When he got, when he dropped us off, he got out and watched as we unloaded all the bags. I don't understand. Please don't hit the... Ba- I said, please get back in the car because please you are useless. Hit. Please <laughs> don't saying. hit the... No, I, I had lost my... The, the whole production team.
1: He said, they you need I, help?
0: I did well the whole trip, but that particular moment, it was like 11.30 p.m., I was starving. I had to order halal guys to eat. We were staying at the Shining Hotel for that particular leg. It was raining in Oakland. It was so many things happening. And I lost my... I
1: said, get in the fucking car because (laughs) you can't do anything. Oh, my God. It was was maddening. (laughs) I'm like, it's 11 p.m. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I have this luggage. And you're going to watch me walk. And you're going to watch me walk up the block. Yep. And then put my own bags in the car unassisted. And I mean... I did it, so I'm not, like, saying, woe is me. But at the same time... <laughs> woe is me. This is... A, exactly. Because <laughs> in the Uber, right, especially when you go in certain places, mm-hmm. you can designate that you have baggage. Yes. And that you need help. hmm Which I did. Oh, so you
0: asking me all of these questions? See, and then you be feeling like an asshole when you report them for the shit that you asked for in the first place. Like it's a whole, it's a whole thing.
1: So that's my petty peeve. If everybody would just do do what is I mean, asked, what, what you're supposed asked. to do.
0: Well, just it? This is the job that you signed up for. Had you not signed up for it, we wouldn't be holding you accountable. It's just that simple. And that is another episode of <laughs> getting grown. Thank you so much is. to Jessica Rose absolutely. for coming and sitting with us at the kitchen table. We're going to have her back because Heck yeah. there's so many more things that we need to touch on. Um,
1: and sis, take us out, tell them what to do with themselves. Make sure, especially as we are headed, we're clearly in the, in the square of spring. As oh, my yeah. sister said her Uh <laughs> <laughs> But we're getting warmer and we're headed into... hell. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm sorry. You want to moisturize your mind
2: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, by making sure that you're attending to the business that is yours and yours alone. Yours. You want to moisturize your insides by Mm. drinking as much water Mm. as your body can uh, sustain. Splash. Absolutely. And then you want to moisturize your outside. Mm -hmm. And this is particularly important because your black will crack
2: if it's dry. Bye.